Yeah, because you normally learn from your mistakes, right? Well, I remember one of the aha moments for me was we used to do a lot of uh, hotels and motels. And you say so you do the rooms, you just go through the rooms. And so you go in, open the door, and you just go start turning right or left, and you go all the way around it and everything. Then you start analyzing it. Most of the time they had a roach problem, and it was in the bathroom. So we started going, aha, if we just stop and treat that area, because they're not, they're not around the doors, they're not around anything else. Every now and then they might be. But to me that was like the beginning of where we're at today because that was like you had to you needed to use three gallons to treat a motel of a and g now you don't even need to use you know ounces and yeah. grams of yeah, stuff right grams and it all became more precision it was that was a shotgun approach and now it became a rifle approach and now it's becoming sniper approach mm-hmm. instead of just that so yeah. i think that's a good analogy no it was no <clears throat> monitors i mean how long have we been monitoring before the other companies started catching on to yeah. these and we still monitor more than yeah most th- other companies i think do. you're right the way we utilize monitors is still very unique in the industry you know i talk to i get the opportunity to talk to other people and they'll use a few monitors when they're trying to solve a problem and we go in with hundreds <coughs> of monitors you know we're we really know what's going on in that environment so that's pretty unique i think for me is baits do you remember the Garfield restaurant in Pine Bluff using a, a, vert. a vert dry flowable for the first time and got rid of roaches for the first time using baits? And that's when I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. One of the things that I thought was, was neat coming up was, you know, when Mike had gone back to Little Rock and I was running, we had half a dozen houses in Hot Springs. We couldn't get rid of the termites. I mean, you'd go every year, they'd have swarmers and you'd mm-hmm. retreat, retreat, retreat. Well, then Centricon came out, and we got to do some testing with Centricon and solve those problems with the baits for termites, which yeah. was, you know, state of the art back then. Yeah. You realize we had the first commercial hit on Centricon at the, over there in Hot Springs in Arkansas. No, really? in the nation. Really? I, mean, I didn't know it was, it was not at a test site now. Right. Uh, a, a installed like that, we had the first hit. That's why they all came over there. I know they were surprised that the first time I ran the stations and I told them I had five hits, they were like, you got five hits? They actually flew in and wow. came to look at it. And everything. That's cool. That was cool. Yeah, I hadn't heard that one. You know, and the progress, you know, the progression of Centricon over the years. I mean, back when I ran it, we checked them every month. and I mean, every quarter. Mm-hmm. And if you had active termites, you had to go every month. Yeah. You know, and you had to put additional stations in, and I learned that the feeding habits, if I had termites in those stations in April, I could solve that problem in two months. Mm-hmm. But if I had active termites in September, you they were going to stay active mm-hmm. all year long, and I mean all winter long, but they weren't going to hardly eat the bait. Yeah. Yeah. So you just had to keep going until spring every, or summer. Every month, I had to go back to those. Think about our ant treatments. You remember uh, before non-repellents? <laughs> before oh, man, we were work. like, God, ants, odors, house ants. We uh, mint apple jelly and boric acid that we'd mix up and, and put these long bands of mint apple jelly around people's houses to get the ants to feed on And it, it. took weeks. Yeah, it took forever. It took forever. Now, you know, non-repellents really Yeah, but you know, as a, as a problem solver back then, it was always application. If you didn't find it, 
and mm -hmm. just if you spread it around it didn't work but if you found the precise spot so mm -hmm. you go back to that make that the theme you got to focus on finding the source and when you find the source you can solve it yeah 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 that's that's still the root of everything <coughs> right <clears throat> centricon came out and we got to use that in base we got to use that is there anything like that we did or you did to be able to do that is it just something that came out of the market or did you know people or have a well no that's where what he was talking about earlier is that you know, I, I'll steal from uh, uh, Lex's. There was a relentless pursuit of perfection in me to try to do better and be better. And not, I didn't want to compete with the other guys. I wanted to just smash them by service and quality. And so that's what drove us. And so when we'd go to the national meetings, we cultivated relationships with all the vendors and that's why we got to do the EUPs because we were kind of setting the curve around here so yeah. I mean EUPs an experimental use uh, product permit 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 and so uh, yeah before it even hits the market we were getting to test stuff and we did that with Centricon we did it Termidor. with Termidor we've done it with uh, several other we BSF and Bear products we did Phantom yeah. we did it with products that was not even didn't even make it too yeah you know? yeah that's so true they they, they failed <laughs> and everything so um, I think that was one of the things that we were driven and I, it was me and then the, we that's sold them on it and they became part of it is that we didn't want to be normal we wanted to be you know above and we wanted to be the leaders in it and so we were always searching for the new ways because the old ways were frustrating it's like they were frustrating because yeah. ants the products were just terrible oh, yeah. they're terrible think about the first active song machine we got yeah how long ago was that? Can oh, gosh. You know, they took the industry in Arkansas. They still haven't caught up to uh, using yeah. Arkansas machines. Well, micro-encapsulator <clears throat> products. I think when I first started, um, Durzban ME. ME was the first one I knew of. I think that was new technology back then, oh, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So oh, you yeah. had ECs and wettable powders to give you a residual of, you know, hours to days, maybe. So, yeah, been a lot of cool changes. I always took pride in the way we look too, and I, they can tell you I cut a shirt up in a minute. Yeah, they, they a, <laughs> yeah. You were telling that story the other day. You want to tell it? Yeah. Walked in and I, we, back when we started, I don't know if you did it, but we used to have to change our own oil in our truck. No. Everybody did. So I yeah. mean, we we would schedule time and buy oil filter and five quarts of oil, and you do it in the front of the office. So always. Every time we would do it, you'd always end up with oil on your shirt, no matter what you did. Some of us would. Some of us would. <laughs> I had got some oil on my shirt. I hadn't been working there probably six months. Oil on my shirt, and it's the end of the day. And I walked in, and Mike looked at me, and he pulls his knife out, click, <laughs> cut my shirt. He said, don't wear that again. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean... But to me, that that's what you were just talking about, though. Is if you don't, if you don't set the the standards high, and then, then you don't hold up people to those standards, yeah. they're they're not going to be. Well, that's anything. the key, right? You can set them high, but if you don't hold them accountable, <coughs> yeah. then it, it doesn't work. Right? Yeah, but I mean, it goes back to me. I uh, I had that pride that I if somebody said I'm seeing a roach in the restaurant or in their house, that just drove me insane. 
I couldn't take it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm tying it back in that it, it, you got to have the pride in your work and you got to look like you care. Yeah. To get that perception to the customer. Right. Uh, I've heard this story and I don't, I don't ask if it's true or maybe, I don't, I don't know, but I remember hearing that when you would go through stops that you used to run. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no myth to that. He would be out of the truck before it stopped moving. He'd run to the door, run back to the truck. Had to. Yeah. Had to. Yeah, and you say that, I, I picked up that behavior too. Yeah. I, I, but the, back then we had to, we were, we were in just full hustle all day because, you know, we, I was at that time checking between eight and ten houses a day. That meant crawling them, drawing them up on a graph. And then doing everything else that we needed to do too and stuff and so were y'all yeah. y'all were doing it yeah. too and you just had to and now if you got 12 stops you're like whoa i've been a busy day and yeah. it's like yeah plaques back there in that little office where the water cooler is like across the mile right and it's like ten thousand it's a plaque for having a ten thousand dollar month yeah and you know well, well you want to hear even one better so i don't you seen that plaque in my office where in, i think it's 1994 i want the uh, highest production technician for the year with $89,000 for the year. <laughs> so that, people that in yeah, they run that. Yeah, they run that. Yeah, three months, a quarter, they're doing that. Well, back in the early, late 70s, uh, there was a th third Thursday of every month. We were monthly then. I did a, I had a route, I did 23 stops the third Thursday of every oh, month. Man. But it was all up in West Little Rock, and it was like boom, 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 boom. And it, I didn't stop for lunch, I didn't stop for gas, I didn't stop nothing. But and there was like a lady, her husband used to be a Southwest Conference referee. I remember his name, Cliff Shaw. I had to be at her house at 9:05, the third Thursday of every month, and she met me at that door. We walked around the side, and I started treating down the steps, downstairs, and went into the basement, treated the basement. Walked out, went around the rest of the house, got in my truck, and she handed me a check because I was leaving. Third Thursday, yeah, that's month, it. for like eight bucks. Well, yeah, was, <laughs> that was what I was gonna say. His prices back then were dirt eight cheap. Eight bucks. Yeah. Cheapest one I can remember was we did some restaurants in the mall for eighteen dollars. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So like, okay, so eighty nine thousand at eighteen dollars first stop. That wasn't bad. Right? <laughs> I had a five thousand dollar route i mean yeah. that's what my route was yeah. you were basically you were humping it to get that too so oh, man you were rolling yeah you know, we did termite renewals for 35 dollars wow well, i remember when i went back to run in little rock i got sean bond yeah he was doing downtown little rock i got him down to 600 miles a month by managing wow. him and got mad when he'd come back to the office you know he used to come back to the office yeah. to play ping pong right and I said, you, you're messing up my miles. You're messing up my miles. You said ping pong. I've already told some stories about ping pong. Oh, he God. thought that was a kick. So, so yeah, we used to. We so wonder we worked. <laughs> uh, well, sometimes we didn't. Sometimes the ping pong got the better of us. So. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, those are the good old days. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been a good ride. 40 minutes. I think we can wrap up. Okay. This would be I, fun to do again. Yeah, I mean, there's more. Get the vein and Understand that, but that's my one of my perceptions is like oh, a lot of new people here may 
There's people that have been here for Danny's been here for ever. Well, here's a here's one thing that you need to keep. Are you still recording? This one you need to remember because and this and I'm not bragging when I say this, but there was when I went back to Little Rock, they, they were in such a mess. You remember, you'll remember this. Yeah. You 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 were involved in this. It was the the quality over in Little Rock was terrible. I mean, it was terrible. And we started cleaning up restaurants, and I worked 23 nights in a row. And these guys helped me. Every night we were at some restaurant cleaning it up because somebody wasn't doing their somebody job. Let it go, right. yeah. Remember that one in Conway? Yeah. God. The rats in Conway? Yeah. yeah. No, no, the, no, the uh, Larry Freeman. Uh, all them roaches he had in that uh, Bowen's buffet. I remember Bowen's. We had oh, one in Conway and then yeah, Arkadale. Yeah, yeah. yeah, forgot about Bowen's. But Twenty. That's so what I'm using. That's that's a the intensity was put in there. That hey, we're not going to accept this. We're going to have it this way. And yeah. that's when I think y'all kind of started buying into it because Phil was in Hot Springs, but he drove over and helped, and you were. I think you were just coming on. Yeah, right? I started in 92, and that was a little bit before before that, yeah. I think. So, I can remember Mike calling me one day. He said, what are you doing tonight? Nothing. I need help. And Mike never asked for help. Mm-hmm. And he, he, his, his attitude, he was kind yeah. of frustrated. He said, I need help. Yeah. So, I'm there, man. Let's go. Yeah. You know, and I drove up to Conway and, and worked with him that night. You know, yeah. um, I forgot all about Bowens. Hadn't heard that name in forever. Yeah, yeah. We could probably go through a whole list of old places in our business anymore, couldn't we? Yeah. Gosh. I don't know if this helps or not, but if that kind of stuff helps, I think it. Yeah. yeah. No. Like I said, it's just to see where you where, like, why we're where we're at. So that all these people that are new and maybe they understand on the face value, of, like we're a family-run company that. I've got two bad knees because while we were, because <laughs> we didn't wear knee pads back then. Well, you know, he, Mike's talking about working nights so much. Is is back then the products we used flushed the roaches yeah. out, oh, so we couldn't go into a restaurant at nine o'clock in the morning and flush them out and expect them to yeah. open up at eleven or go in and, yeah. and they between stunk, two too. and four. We had to go at night if they had problems. Yeah, and they they stunk too, right? Yeah. People didn't want to be around it when you treat. Talk so. about the progression even so. Justin McCauley went in there and he goes, 
pulled this thing out and there was an outlet mid wall and behind the thing and roaches all the way around it and I wasn't pulling that piece of equipment out. Uh. Like, like, and I felt terrible because I need, I asked for help and they come out like I could have done it myself. Right. I could have pulled that out, but I think maybe even you were there. I, I don't know for sure, Bill, but um, I know Justin, I just remember him kind of, I could tell he was frustrated because he pulled it out and, you know, obviously I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing to solve the problem. Yeah. But you've That's learned that now. You've always, since then, yeah. you learned I, it. I, I looked at that mm -hmm. expression and I went, yeah. So I know to tell people I always pull equipment out of the well, that, you know, that working night was also an incentive to do a better job during the day. So you didn't so have, you didn't to, have to go yeah, back right. at night. I mean, because it, it was just part of the job. If you had problems, you just went. Yeah. It wasn't no being told to go. You went. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's, that, that's what I kind of wanted to get at. That, that, that shifted in a big way. That's but, not, not the push or You also I go. The, it's more what you're saying well you also go in those restaurants at night like that and turn the lights off and in 10 minutes your problem's coming out you found it yeah because they, i mean the roaches they think everybody's gone for the night mm -hmm. and that that was a learning experience you could just go in there and turn the lights and get your flashlight and in 15 minutes you can find your yeah. problem yeah i think funnest one of the funnest things about that was getting to all work together too as a team yeah. that was fun we don't seem to have as many opportunities to do it as a team i don't think that our techs do as much anymore you know that was always fun so yeah uh, as we've talked about especially now with covid it's you know not everybody's coming in and we're not mm -hmm. even having our company meetings which i feel like is a huge you know one of my favorite things of, about the, our culture is like we make a point where everybody the whole company's coming in having a meeting and we're going to some fellowship and you know you guys have always done a good job of feeding everybody and trying to create that environment where it's easy to talk with, with each other well we're all in this together yeah we're all in it together so yeah. if you succeed i succeed if i don't if you don't succeed i don't succeed yeah so you know and that's i think that's a common denominator there that yeah. needs to yeah. be pushed too because you're doing that job and you may be thinking that well mrs smith is just Mrs. Smith. But Mrs. Smith may be somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody else, and then it's all going to turn around and come back to you. Phil can relate to that because you'd be driving down the road, and I'd be I'd get a phone call. Hey, you know a guy's over. One of your guys is over here pulling a bass boat, and I was like, hey, call him. Mike knew more where I was at without any radio or no anything. GPS or anything. But no. He knew where I was constantly. But my point in bringing that up is that you'd think that you're just out there all alone. You're really not. You're being watched and you're being looked at and you're being uh, mm -hmm. remembered for what you do. Yeah. All right, but here's the challenge. <clears throat> I I can instill it in you, but you got to buy in. They bought in. Yeah. You got if they buy in, and that's that's the new people that are coming in. You got to buy in. Yeah. You become a part of this. You got to buy into it. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. You're right. So if you don't get buy in, you don't get success. 